This is the Mid-Range Ain't Dead Podcast. Welcome back. This is your guy, Rome Trav. Your boy, Amp Anderson. Talk crazy or pull up on the lay. R.I.P. to take off. I'm Ziggy of AK. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I missed it. I missed it. I'm glad that we are back, man. I missed the intros. I missed the conversations. I missed talking to you guys. Uh, we text often, but... It's not the same when we get together and talk. You know, it's a little bit more intense and more in depth when we have conversations. Yeah, we we actually talk every day. So, um, to for us to be together, actually, this is the first time y'all getting the exclusive. This is the first time we actually been all been in person in the same room at the same time, being able to record. So, yeah, this is the first time we back, baby. This, hey, ain't no falling off after this one. We back. We back for real. Like we going. Be on the road. I got my mic with me, so <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he packed his traveling shoes. Ziggy might be in a city near you. Coming soon. So the mid range ain't dead to it. Oh hey, hey! I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. I'm gonna have to meet you in Houston. Meet you somewhere, huh? So let let's just jump right back into it, man. Um, LeBron breaks the all time regular season. Scoring record. You had to put all these emphasis on uh, because he actually broke the real scoring record uh, two wow. years yeah. ago, wow. almost two years ago. So the regular season scoring record. Uh, what does that mean to you, Amp? Um, well, first off, it's it's a it's a, a truly impressive feat because the record was broken previously. It's really kind of weird, also, because the record was broken previously when he was born. Same year. Like the same year he was born. Ironically, you know what I mean, now he's breaking the record. But it's just really just uh puts out there just uh the, the longevity that he's had, um and what all goes into that. Obviously him staying healthy, him staying elite for a long time because he's thirty eight years old, year twenty, and he's averaging thirty. He could easily be, you know, averaging twenty and this record kinda could kinda still be out there to be broken. But most impressive thing I actually thought about that night is he broke it in three quarters. Now he he ran out of sauce after that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he ran a light vacation. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely blew his load after that one. But uh, but he broke it in three quarters, which you know what I mean. It kind of just lets you know, like you know what I mean. They always try to say that he's not a scorer or he's not an elite scorer, and I just think it's uh, it's just it's, it's you can't say that now. You can't say that. You got to kind of get past that. And you gotta give him his just due, and you gotta give him his flowers, man. Like, what about what about for the people that says it's it's just a longevity record? Well, Kobe played twenty years too, <laughs> and he came out of high school. So I'm just you know I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm gonna talk a little. You well, know. no, because that no, I, and I understand what you're saying, but I'm just also want to mention like you know because people like to say, well, he played he's played twenty years. Well, Kobe played twenty years. Well, he came out of high school. Well, Kobe came out of high school. But Kobe is 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 well, world well, renowned known as one of the most elite scorers ever. You know what I mean? And Bron's not. And but Kobe also took, what, how many years off? Two years? Two or three, four years of, with injuries, all, you know, missing games combined? So he, he missed a lot of games in, the, in those 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. LeBron didn't miss Maybe. as many games. No, he I, also, I, mean, played, I know he, he also did. played a lot of playoff games early as well. Yeah, those, those don't count. I would, oh, like, yeah, right. actually give credit to, so, like, even if you count like just points per game, he fifth all time. So you still that score is right there. But I just looked it up, man. Like including the playoffs, Brian played two hundred and sixty six 
playoff games. It's three extra seasons, three extra full seasons of basketball that's not count, accounted for in this record. Like and that's crazy. That's nuts. It's just like you and, ain't never seen nothing for, like for that. For those who follow Bron closely, when he get in playoff time, he ain't averaging no less than thirty. Yeah, playoff Bron different. I mean, because you know, I, I believe what he does the, throughout the year is kind of you know get guys ready for the for these moments that when when it's time for you to step up, you're ready. Because all year long, like, I've been giving you the ball in clutch time. I've been giving you extra shots, giving you these opportunities. Now when we get to the playoffs, you're ready. But in the playoffs, you don't pass as much. Uh, so he's – he has, Assist numbers definitely go down. No, they're going to take a dip because he's going to shoot more. He's, he's trying rotations, to win. Rotations shorten up as well. Oh, you got to gotta shore yeah. up the rotation because you, you as a coach, you only go with people you trust. It was Facts. crazy over those last few years since that Cleveland year. His assist numbers been up in the playoffs because his usage has been crazy. Like especially in Cleveland, like that last year, he had to put the whole team on. His I back. mean, I, I don't even count that those last two years in Cleveland when uh yeah because he was just out there just trying to really will his guys to the you know to a championship, and he was close a couple of times, but he never got to it. Um, but when he broke the record, I was there, um, and it was... Talk about that experience. How was it actually being in the building with that energy and just all the, the extra stuff that was just going Early on? Early on, it felt like Kobe last game. Yeah, it, just, it was crazy. It, it, it seemed, <laughs> I don't know, it most was, people probably think it's exciting, but for me, it seemed kind of probably weird. It was it was definitely strange, but like leading up into the that day, like you know, uh, we flew out there the same day. And we all have traveled before, uh, been on planes, and nothing went wrong. Like, you know how, like, there's nothing, there's no issues, there's no lost baggage, there's no, we're waiting for a car. Like, we got there, everybody's bags was there. When we got out, we walked out of the airport, the, drive, the car was there. We got, to the, we got to the hotel, there was no issues checking in. We got, to the, we got to the arena, the guy took us to the wrong seats, but other than that, but actually him taking us to the wrong seats allowed us to walk past the court and actually see Brian before the game. And so, mm-hmm. like, him taking us to the wrong seat was actually, actually worked a, out. It was a blessing in disguise, yeah, like, you know, yeah. like, because we walked past the court, he seen us, we dapped him up before the game, and then it was like, oh, man, y'all know, like, like yo, bro, I'm not here for, I'm just here to watch the game. Like, then when it actually happened, when the moment actually happened, when he broke the record, bro, it was weird. Like, it was emotional. Like, you can't, it, it's hard to recover from that, you know, um, because when the ball went through the rim, at least 150, 200 people rushed the court. You know? See, I don't think I don't think the the viewer, uh, somebody viewing the game from home on television, noticed how many people were probably on the court when that happened. It was at least like 150 they, to 200 like, people. Like they had to stop the game. Thomas Bryant's arms in the air is all I could see. He <laughs> he is, no, like it was his record. <laughs> he said he, they said he wanted the ball. <laughs> nah, man. But anyway, but it was like you know, 200 people rushed the floor. Um, you know, he you, when you cry anyway, like you know, when you cry, that's emotionally draining, and so it's hard to recover and get back into. I was actually surprised he cried. I wasn't, uh, you know, just because of everything that's been put on the record, uh, everything that's been the the anticipation of the record, uh, everybody being there, like you know, from close friends to superstars to. Just every to the fanfare and all that. Just like, it was, I, like I knew he would be excited. I think I, I you know, man, I knew that adrenaline would be rushing for him. I think have it was we ever more, seen him? Maybe like the Cleveland Championship, but yeah. have we ever seen? I've him I've never seen him like. No, I just didn't right. think because because of who Bron is and him not being labeled a scorer and him and him and scoring not actually being his thing that he go that he like that he holds very high. 
it was just surprising for me to see him cry. For me, it, it humanizes him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like, you know, and I keep trying to tell people, like, uh, you know, athletes are humans. Like, they're not like some machines or you just wind up. They're actual people. And LeBron, is, as a superstar, and while playing, he's been the most humanizing superstar we've ever had. That is very true. He definitely lets you in. You know I mean, close like Jordan. You didn't even know Jordan, who Jordan was. Jordan Still Kobe. don't know who Jordan yeah. is. Jordan and Kobe didn't do that. Like Jordan, you know, you know, he's showing up for the seventy fifth anniversary. He just like, popped he just up. Showed up. He can't. He, just, he was trying to play Magic one on one. It's like y'all. It's like y'all eighty. Yeah, just <laughs> what sit are you down. talking about? Just sit down. <laughs> and so, but the one thing that I do respect about uh, Jordan is that he does. He's now making more public his his donations and his things that he might have been doing privately. Uh, I don't know if it's just Brown hate or he's just, you know, actually doing it out of a good place. But either way, he's doing good stuff. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. The whole situation is still weird. You know, you got the Nike movie that came, <laughs> start talking about it as soon as it, like, as soon as I just, as I just hate the up. timing of the stuff that MJ does when it comes to, because I feel like it's calculated. It, it, I mean, like the timing of a lot of stuff that glorifies Jordan happens right when Brown breaks some kind of record. It, it really boils down to insecurity. Right, and I and I like I said, I doubt that that's. Oh, I it's, doubt it's, that it's not happening on purpose. And I, but the ESPN thing too, because I forgot about that. The yeah. Jordan, MJ, Jordan MJ, Day, MJ, 22, like, 23, yeah, like, What are you talking about? It has been and two, nobody twenty three my whole life. <laughs> mind you, mind you, nobody acknowledged that. Like, who the fuck cares? No, that's because Kyrie like, got you know traded that day. Kyrie blew all that <laughs> shit up. Like, but the thing is that you know when you when you look at Jordan, right? You haven't done anything different. In twenty years, like why are we still talking about it? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you have, like you yeah, haven't played a game. One minute to his stats, nothing's changing. Bro, that, like, it's nothing to talk bro, that, about. That, that, that ESPN machine is behind him. And, and, and Jordan, that, and like you know, in that late '80s, early '90s era, where Jordan had his time in the sun, that was his time in the sun. Everybody that's clapped for Jordan in the 90s. Yeah, I remember seeing Kareem pop up. Like, like, he wasn't sitting courtside when Magic. Like, I do remember Kareem got six rings, right? You don't see Kareem sitting You know what I'm saying? You don't see. Yeah. And really, like a lot of those guys in the early 80s, you rarely see, you know, um, besides Magic. And that's just his personality, mm-hmm. like who he is. But you don't see Bird. Yeah, he don't, don't see Bird. Bird. Bird's not going to, but to the, Celtics games in courtside, a la Paul the, Pierce. The, the thing is, though, like <laughs> you don't really see MJ, but the the You'll media, but, but the media will not let you forget. What MJ did. You can't see MJ because the Hornets can't put together a winning team. So they yeah, but no still, character. they will not let you forget it. They'll let you I forget. Mean, and that's the, what's, and that's what's let, weird. They'll let, they'll let you forget his downfalls like the Wizard years or the year he came back in the middle of the season. <laughs> not like a full two years. He came back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that it's just time to move on. Let's move forward. Like, you know, um, and I always say Jordan's the best player because of when he was the best player. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, ESPN was ascending. Nike was ascending. The shoe sneaker game was the, ascending. The timing of so, all his So players, all of this all stuff, stuff was right. ascending. Yeah. And then you look, like, you match up his guys who he played against in the finals. You got Dan Marley, Hersey Hawkins, <laughs> uh, Jeff Hornacek. And, I mean, like, look at these guys. He, he faced one Hall of Famer, and it was Clyde Drexler. Yeah. And so, like, if you look at the guys who... He's actually, like, you know, obviously James, he's a team. James Worthy and Byron Scott was hurt in that Lakers finals, I mean, too. it's... If we want to. 
if we were, like we could nitpick it all day, but he was he was very fortunate. And if you want to nitpick other guys' careers, you can do that as well. But I just want people to stop because I've made money off comparing the two. I'm not gonna lie; like, I've actually sold T-shirts and yeah. they've, they've done well. But <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, but I'm tired. Like I'm I'm over it. Like it's over. But speaking of this is my last comparison. Just speaking of that wizard year, Jordan, and tying it back to what we started with with the record. To be 38 and know that you need 36 points to break the record and be like, yeah, I can do it. 36. <laughs> like, that ain't no easy number to get to. And it made me wonder, like, if this was really what he wanted to do, how many points, <laughs> like, per night could he have put up, like, in his career? Like, if that well, was then you gotta real think, You got to think about it because he put so much emphasis in that getting his team involved. If he just decided... I'm not about to be thinking about getting y'all y'all guys involved. Let me just go ahead and get mine. If he took he that Kobe brought, mentality, like, like three years ago, <laughs> he might. I don't know what he could have averaged. Like, he, let's be honest, man. I, I I played high school basketball with LeBron, and there's been times where he was clearly, I'm talking about head and shoulders above everybody on the floor, and he still finished some halves with eight points. Yeah, like we we were playing at the at the Gundarina at the time against Warrensville. Right, they had a six. They had a six-four center. <laughs> he gave me the ball every single time. Rome, eat. I had twenty-seven at halftime <laughs> at the Gund Arena with twenty thousand people, where everybody wanted to come see him. He's not shooting the ball. He don't care. It's your show, man. He can't. He looking around like he can't guard you. Eat. No, but pass it back. No, eat. Like you know, so like that's the mentality, bro. If he really wanted to do more. I know he could. Um, there's been games where he's not shot whole quarters or, you know, shot mm-hmm. one or two times. And when you got – like, he don't even have a light. He's on the autobahn. He can do whatever he wants to do on the floor. And so, for him to have that type of uh, self-awareness – because I don't think at our age, at our big age we have it now. Like, you know, we, we 38, 34. Like, we can understand, like, maybe I shouldn't shoot it. Maybe I should. But at 18, at 16, having that awareness, like, you know, I need to bring these guys along with me for my team to be as, be as best as it could be. Like, that shows where he was at mentally. Like, because I would have shot it every time. Like, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm my 15-year-old self and I'm better than everybody yeah. and nobody's going to say anything to me, like... You got the 6'4 man in the middle. Like, you, you going I, to the rim. <laughs> every time. That means he can't block my shot. <laughs> so, either you're going to foul me or I'm going to score. It, it is, I mean, and he could, in, in front of 20,000 people, like, in Cleveland versus the Cleveland team, like, that's everything that... You want it, and he really just deferred. Uh, and that's just, you know, one of many instances that I have personally that you can say, like, he's really a team guy. But, uh, you know, enough LeBron talk. We've Well, not enough, but we're, we're done with this record. Had to give him his flowers. We dude. had to, start, you know, man. Had to give him his flowers. Congrats, my boy. Trade deadline talk, man. It was, it was real active. This might have been the best, most active trade deadline in recent history. I agree. Yeah, like, I think a couple players got traded who wasn't even in the league no more. <laughs> they trading rights to people at the house. <laughs> I think Lou Alden got traded. <laughs> well, I think the, I think the I think a lot of teams were waiting to see kind of how the year started for some of them, and they seen probably that you know what I mean some guys it was some teams were the year was going a little bit better than they thought. Other teams the year wasn't going quite as good as they thought it should be going, and other teams just you know. They were just kind of like in the middle there. And I think it kind of had a, a ripple effect. I would say the Kevin Durant thing um, kind of triggered everything, but that actually happened in the middle of the night. 
like a lot of trades had already happened prior to that happening. Like you know what I mean? And it was it, it, it was crazy. I would say the Kyrie thing probably sent a rumble effect yeah, that was through the, the league. I think one. that was the first domino to fall, and um, it was exciting. It was really exciting to see. You got you see a lot of teams got better. Um, a lot of teams stayed pat, and you know. We got we 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 looking towards the finish line at this point. Yeah, that was my biggest question: is what took so long? Yeah, I mean, I think this year, all the teams are so close. Like normally, you got teams that's already tanking by now. Everybody got a shot at that, at least to play in. Yeah, right I, now. I was about to say like the fact that the the first seed and the thirteen seed in the Western Conferences or the fourteen seed or whatever separated by like four games. Yeah, or never seen nothing. Maybe like not that. the first seed or the second seed, but like three through maybe 13 or 14 were separated by maybe five or six games or so like that. And that's extremely close to where nobody's really out of it yet. Like, right. You know what I mean, so, you got like three tanking teams yeah. and then like everybody else. So like, I think that's why everybody was holding on to see like, are we going to go for it this year? I mean, I think the other reason why there was trades is because ain't nobody scared of nobody at the top of the league right now. It was different whenever it's like, well, we can make a move, but we ain't going to beat Brown. We ain't going to beat yeah, especially Steph. Like, you know, no disrespect to Denver, but I don't think anybody actually, like, shaking in their boots. Yeah, the whole like, West. Thinking, like, they got, thinking they got to play Denver in the first round or whatever. Even though Denver's good, but I don't think I don't think anybody is very scared of that team. I, mean, I think some teams might want them, honestly. And I'm pro-Denver, but, like... I think some teams look at them and say, all right, we have seen this team before. And they, you know, real beatable. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> right. It nothing, was like nothing last changed. year with Utah. Everybody's like, don't nobody care. I'm only person like, well, maybe. And then y'all like, rightfully so. Like, I mean, nah. I, I, I honestly feel like people, people probably feel the same way about Memphis as well. Like, you know what I mean? Memphis does all that barking. Like, you know what I mean? They, they, but I don't think anybody's actually scared to play Memphis. Uh, Memphis right? been tumbling. Memphis got to get it together. For I mean, since since that we're not scared of nobody. Uh, like, we won't, we, we want to smoke or, or yeah, I'm right. good in the West. Or I'm good in the West, whatever you said. Yeah. yeah you, good, you really good in the West now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't understand um, all that talking with, with little bit of uh, proof. They didn't do much. They haven't done much. Uh, Even when you know sometimes you don't got to. Like, yeah, they, they've gotten to the second it. round. That's, that's <laughs> like, all they've done. Yeah, they haven't they've done gotten to much. the second round. And they would be talking like they're the defending champs of the league. But the trade deadline was fully was really interesting. Um, one of the biggest things that I found interesting was that the Nets refused to trade Kyrie to the Lakers. Um, that was very interesting and telling. And I, I, honestly, I'm glad for a change. That you know, I'm not glad because I wish the Lakers would have got him. But I'm glad that a team really just held their nuts and said, no, we're not doing that. And I mean, we're not like helping. That always happens, and when it's somebody getting traded to a team that could possibly help Bron, it's like, not just. <laughs> but it, I think it was more so. I think it was more so Kyrie than Bron. Like they, they wasn't giving him what yeah, he. Yeah, the only other time I remember that is Kawhi. They did not want to send him to L.A. and they oh, sent yeah, him yeah. to Toronto. Yeah. But other than well, that, you know who was at LA. even Kevin Durant, he got to choose Phoenix. Like he said, yeah. that's where he wanted to go. He turned right around because Kevin Durant, he actually. Well, the Kyrie, the only reason the Kyrie thing was so like they were some gun ho about not trading to Lakers because of that whole the whole uh, him retweeting the the video the the Amazon video or whatever or the or about that movie or whatever yeah. or documentary, but Kevin Durant actually requested a trade. He actually wanted to be traded. He did not want to. He told them like Steve Nash, Marks, they gotta go. He's actually said that like you know what I'm saying, and they still. 
Are you? You were. You want to go? You want to go to Phoenix? Yeah, man. We'll send you there. Kyrie, you going to fucking Dallas? Ain't no fucking way. We sending you to LA. I think it's. I think it's Kevin Durant's disposition is make people really. It makes him seem non-threatening. Uh, he's more of a quiet, relaxed guy. He's not really uh, polarizing, and so for him, it's easier to get what he wants. Right. Because he's not polarizing. He's not like people don't really see him as a quote-unquote threat. Um, you know, and I'm not saying he's not an amazing basketball player. You know, arguably one of the most talented scorers uh, in history, but his personality makes people fine with giving. Oh, this is KD. Go ahead, man. Where yeah. you want to go? You cool. Even the hate that he got for going to Golden State, it wasn't nothing compared to what happened when the big three in Miami got together or anything like that. And so it was like. In Oklahoma City, he got it, but like not, not, it wasn't not the whole world coming down. No. Like, and I'm not even going to go there because that decision is still <laughs> that Golden State decision. Like, it was it was it was a real easy way out for me, but I, <laughs> I didn't really like it that much. But I try not to get started. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't have to go down that road. But I, I believe that uh, the Nets are cursed since they moved to New York. Uh, I think that until they get out of New York, they will continue to be treading water and I think it's funny because like from you know I me mean, a couple of people that I know up there like you know Nets fans was talking big shit when they got KD and Kyrie I mean they and was I, they was talking big yeah, when they got uh Paul yeah, Pierce and Kevin <laughs> Kevin but, but did, that was yeah, different every time. But, but that was different than what than what Kyrie Kyrie and KD was because they were both they're both still kind of in their primes they they were a lot younger like you know Paul Pearson, KG, they were like over the hill at that point. You know, you got to throw harder in there too. That turned well, up another night. That's, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Like they said, like you know, Nets fans was like really smelling their own shit, and then now it's like, all right, now the Knicks actually are a really solid team. Yeah. And I mean, but Thibodeau's going to run those guys' knees into the ground, so that's not he going to work them down. Yeah, well, good thing Jalen Brunson's pace won't allow that to even happen. Either. Yeah, he's he gonna slow crawl. Yeah, he gonna. It don't matter what time uh, Bilbo try to do. He gonna move real <laughs> slow, but he gonna have him practice it. But no, anyway, the Knicks are a, a good team, man, and and they're doing a lot of good moves. You know, uh, speaking of the trade deadline, they got Josh Hart, which was a good pickup. They got rid of Cam Reddish. Really like that uh, Josh Hart pickup. I'm um, really glad Cam Reddish got up out of there because he's actually playing really well in, Phoenix, in uh, Portland right now. Yeah, he's getting a chance to play. Uh, you know, um, I think that Cam Reddish is one of those guys who people saw play a lot when he was younger, and then they put they hold that against him. You know, they hold that against him. Like, that's who he was. Like, treat me who I am today. Like, don't continue to treat me like the – you know the superstar that y'all seen when I was in high school. Well, also, you know, the, I think it's just his opportunities have been. I don't think he's quite necessarily gotten the opportunity. Oh no, he he had a chance in Atlanta, but I think it was just too many people in Atlanta. But it, but when you like, if you go back in history of basketball or any sport really, if somebody get injured in front of you and you're better than them, it don't matter when they come back. You're going to continue to play. That's true. So he had his he had his chance, but he just when he went to New York, he definitely. You know, when he, I mean, in Atlanta, he had a chance. In New York, you know, he just was a throw in. Well, they had to pay him, or they had to pay Hunter, and I think they decided obviously it was the right the right I mean, decision. Even this thing at Duke, like Zion wasn't supposed to be there that year. Yeah, he, he actually classified. Like, well, no, no, Zion. Zion was, I think he was in the right class. I think he was a late commit, though. Yeah. Because Trey Jones and R.J. Barry yeah. and Cam, they had already committed. And then Zion, everybody was kind of waiting on Zion. And then he just, yeah, I'm going to do what? 
Yeah, they threw everything off. It's a weird career, but the players still, from what I see, they still look at him like, like hey, a, you. Like a, like a real threat. Like, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, they still like, you know, it's that famous clip out there, Anthony Edwards talking about like, you know, who gave, like, who gave you the most buckets. And everybody, there's a couple of NBA players in this clip when they were in high school, and they were all like, yeah, Cam, Cam Reddish, he's different. He different. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Yeah, I mean, but, like, you can't always trust the players. You can't. You, you know, can't. you can't always trust the players because sometimes they just be lying to, the, like, you know, mm-hmm. to themselves. Like, you know, uh, we got guys who would be like, I can't guard him. Like, what? But, you know, like, you can't. You, you can't. Like you can you can do more than you think you can, yeah. but but you already got it built in your mind of who this guy is, so you already a leg down. But I'm glad that he's getting an opportunity to play. I think Portland's a good place for him. Chauncey Billups is a great coach, and he's giving the guys enough enough leash with with boundaries. You know, he's getting the freedom with boundaries to do with. You a know. Of, there's a lot of young guys out there that play. Yeah, so that's, so that's a good place for him. Yeah, Man, I don't really it, know what they going for like long term, but. Like, every team ain't going to be a championship team. <laughs> well, speaking of Portland, did you guys hear what Dame said the other day? Well, the, like, don't, let me, don't let me win, win a championship. So you're I'm, not going to. We ain't worried about it. I was like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, listen, I don't, damn, I don't think nobody worried about y'all winning the championship with Portland, my brother. Remember KD laughing at him on, C, on CJ's podcast? And, like, nobody's yeah, concerned. Honestly, man, my, honestly, man. I, I love Dame's game. You know, I mean, I wish he would just leave. Just leave. Like, it's not going for He's him. not going to leave. He's not. He's going to be a lifer. Yeah. They're going to have to trade him. He ain't going to just decide to leave. But bro. then when, he, when they trade him uh, at the tail, when he got two he, years he, left on it, he's going to be hurt. Yeah. It, it happens to every superstar. He's going mean, he to be hurt or he's going to be down. He's going to be down. Well, I wouldn't say He's older than what. No, I'm just saying he's already older than what people realize. He's 34. He did all them years in college. I think he's 33. 33 or 32. Maybe. But like most people, because of but he did three, three years, he did, he did three, three or four years, years in college, though. yeah, nobody does that anymore. So he's already just I don't know, but his game, his game may allow him to stay in the league a little longer. Being able to shoot because he can shoot, he can shoot from deep too. Being able to shoot is accurately. a big, big ability. When he, he doesn't depend on his his athleticism a lot. He's sneaky only, athletic. Only thing that I'm worried about is his defense, and if it trends downward, like does his defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already is. <laughs> not a great like, defense. So he's 32 right now, so okay. um, maybe 33 in July. But his defense already kind of like so, suspect. So. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you add that with the age and the losing athleticism, like, you know, is it going to be worth keeping him around for $50 nah, million? And I mean, that's the thing. Like One know, thing he did, he one thing he never did was take a pay cut. Hey, he ain't never took a pay cut. <laughs> <laughs> never, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the second never. year, the second to last year of his contract right now is 58. And 58. that is, wow. that is three years from now, so he'd be 35. And he probably going to re-up before that. And then the year after that, it's a it's a player option for sixty three million. Oh man, if he no. don't <laughs> no fifty no, he ain't never asking out. He ain't never so, asking out. Like I mean, even if he did ask out at this point, the amount of salary you got to give up to get him, like what you gonna have left when you trade when is, for what is the salary cap supposed to look like? Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a spike within the next couple of years if they finally get this deal signed, but um, which hopefully they should. People saying that. The All Star stuff might wind up costing them in the long run because they losing viewers. Um, Man, yeah, I mean, because they don't they don't understand that that your money is tied to views and your views is tied to actually playing and actually playing tied. You got to play. 
Like, if you don't want to be an all-star, then don't play. Like, you know, uh, me personally, I was never all-star material. That's not my game. So when I played in all-stars games, I just played five minutes, said I was there, sat down. Yo, the, I also want to shout out to Jokic because he even said that, like, this game ain't for me. I mean, like, and he's saying, honest with himself. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he's like, I'm not built for this kind of this kind of game. Like, but that's you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you but some people yourself. are. Like, if they would have somebody like Malik Monk in this game, like somebody who can score from yeah. it, Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> I always thought that J.R. Smith would have been a great all-star. Oh, my God. He might have had 70. He would have been amazing. He's shooting threes, fading into the crowd. Throwing down the dunks, too. Like what's Drinking like? beer. There's no telling. There's no telling. Kyle Kuzma, crazy outfit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can shoot the three, athletic. Like, you need guys who actually want to be there and who's like, and get these guys a million dollars a piece. Yeah. Oh, and oh, yeah. Also, you gotta you gotta incentivize these guys, like you said, give them give them a million dollars a piece, whatever. But also, we got the NBA got to stop. They need to take a book out of the NFL's um, page a little bit when it comes to like the Super Bowl, because the Super Bowl weekend and All Star weekend are kind of the equivalent of each other. Like the finals, you can't really do that because it's more it's more than one game. But you gotta put the All Star game in cities where where money is going to really be made and people are going to actually attract to that city. Obviously, celebrities and stuff are going to come to All-Star because they have obligations with some sponsorships or whatever, but don't nobody want to actually go to Salt Lake City. But that's why they like, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like They force, because, you know, the parity in the NBA is very bad. But you got to, but but my, I don't have a problem with them doing that, but you got to do it every couple of years. Like, it's in Salt Lake City this year, next year it's in Indiana. Why would you yeah, should last year, Cleveland. I, yeah, last year in Cleveland? Last year in Cleveland, I was a three year stinker. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you I, even walk around. Yeah, I didn't even go play. I That's feel, a three year stinker. I feel like you should go like, all right, go to the big cities. You go New York, L.A., Miami. All right, now we can go Salt Lake. All so right, boom. Then we go. Why they here we go. Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Phoenix. Why? Uh, so Miami this weekend at All Star Weekend normally is is Boat Week, and they make. Them people are way richer than NBA people. Like it's a they big money weekend in Miami is around the same time as All Star. And then they said some of the other cities, the um the teams don't want All Star there because they say they get a bunch of calls from angry season ticket holders who used to be in the first row, who now in the second and third deck, and they say they don't even like dealing with it. Like Mark Cuban said after he got it in Dallas and said never again. Cause like People, all the fans who lived there was mad because they got pushed out of their season ticket seats so that right, the they gonna have, so they're gonna have to live with that. They're gonna have to live with that. So what are you gonna do? You gonna appease these fans or you gonna? But you don't want to lose these. Start losing money. You don't want to lose these million dollar fans though, because yeah, they, because you know they, they season tickets fifty, sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, and so it's like some of the people once you get it there, like they thought it was gonna be one thing. <laughs> I'm a season ticket holder. Yeah. I'm just show. Nah, I don't work like that. <laughs> but I, I, I do believe, I do agree that the location has nothing to do with the actual game. You know, um, we're talking about location and activities and all that is whatever, but it still has nothing to do with the actual game, right? Like, um, the actual game, people are scared to get hurt. I get that. Yeah. You know, um, but you gonna get, if, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. Um, I, the only way you can ensure that you don't get hurt is not play. Yeah. But, or... But when you hold on, let me finish this. But when you play hard, that's how you know if I get hurt, I'm getting hurt doing the right thing. 
Because most time when people get hurt, it's because they're not playing hard. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. Because you standing up, your knee straight, somebody running to your knee, you got a hyperextended knee, now you got to it. Like, but if you understand, somebody hit your knee, you're going to be able to, you're going to be fine. So, for example, I've seen a still picture of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum going one-on-one during the All-Star game, one side of the court. If you look on the other side of the court, on the court, literally, the players on the court with them, everybody's just standing straight up just watching. Yeah. Hands on their hips, just chilling. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, and you know I think I mean? you're good for a couple of moments like that again. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but it was just like, but that just kind of puts it into like the microscope of like why people don't take this game seriously. Also, I think outside of Pandem, I think the NBA could do something, and I don't know if you could really do this because this is it. Kind of takes away from regular season. Well, I think baseball did it at one point in time, where the winner of the All Star game gets like home field advantage or home court advantage. Like I don't know if you can implement something like that in basketball, but they just, have to do something. Just to figure pay them. Yeah, but the thing is, like before they was getting paid, they did used to play like more than they are now. I think right now, and I don't know who who the person is going to be from the next generation, but like. It's usually like a star who can set the tone. Like Kobe let you know when we going for real. Bron let you know that twenty twenty All Star game was one of the best ones that we had. Let let you know we going for real. They said Embiid and Kyrie was trying to push people, and nobody wasn't trying to hear them over um, All Star this year. Well, the thing is, is also you know I mean the last couple years when they've started changing to the uh, the ending when mm-hmm. they uh, start doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, at least get that last. The, 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 game, the games have actually been competitive. This was actually the first really bad All-Star game in a couple years. Yeah. Like, the one in Cleveland ended, ended it was a close game. The one the year before that was a close one. Um, ever since they've been doing the captain thing uh, with Braun, for the most part, those games have been, well, actually, I'll take that back. When they start changing the way that they play them with, like, Everybody winning each quarter yeah. and the target score and stuff like that. Those games have actually been competitive up until this year. So it's not like the NBA might be thinking like, you know what I mean, it's not that bad, like, you know what I mean? But, but the, this year was just really atrocious, though. The, it was really the, bad. the thing that's the, the bothersome is it's not the competitive nature in the last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. It's the first you gotta 30, get to that last first, five first thirty-eight. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta actually stay woke through the first thirty. Yeah, you know like man, saying? we was here. Man, my wife doing hair. Kids are running around. I don't even care. Like, I don't, but they, know, like the way that no, but like, it, and I will say this: like in the nineties and the early two thousands and stuff like that, the games didn't start like that. Like it's a layup line yeah. when the games start. Like they, like they, they willingly let you just go down the lane, get a little dunk, or you know, what I mean, get a little wide open three, like. From the jump and some of the all-star games that we watched as kids coming up, like it was competing. Like it wasn't like high level competing, but they, they like they're not, harder. Yeah, they're not letting you just kind of walk down the lane. If the like, NBA told them you get 10% of your salary if your team wins the all-star game. <laughs> what what changes? Mm. Every I mean coaches. Everybody, you get 10%. <laughs> yeah. Five or, like, okay, well, y'all make too much money. 5%. Right. Like, that's still, like, some people going to walk away with $4 million. Yeah. Like, yeah. that that changes everything for them. It's like, funny, because, like, even for this year, like, with it being a layup line and everything, I still didn't really see, like, any highlights, because you can only make a highlight if somebody's, like, trying. Yeah. <laughs> but it practice. seemed, like, even bigger than that. And just not in the game, because I'm going to look at the whole weekend, for an example. It seemed like people scared to compete. You can't get the best people in a dunk contest because people scared they're going to lose. 
you can't get you it's got the era. Andre the Kupo brothers doing the skills competition because nobody want to do that. Nobody want to lose. You want to look the cool. It's the era. Everybody's scared to compete. It's, it's, it's the crazy. Era. It's the era. I had one of my nephews um, from Cleveland. I was like, yo, why don't you play defense? Like, you know, it's me and him in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, I'm not his coach. I'm not yelling at him. I'm asking him. I'm serious. I want to know. Why don't you play defense? If I get crossed up, I'm going to end up on ball his life. It's crazy. Like That's, that's a weird. I don't know if I could actually. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I always try to figure out what kind of mindset do kids be in these days, like playing the game, because that's a weird that, because that's a real thing. Like they really think about that. Like I don't during know, the game, yeah. I, like I don't know if I could, I don't know how I could operate as a player playing in the game, thinking about that kind of shit. Like you know what I'm saying? bro, uh, they think about way worse stuff than that, right? Like this kids on, like man, I can't even tell some stories because it's an individual and they know yeah. I'm talking about them. Yeah. But these kids worry about themselves. More than anybody else. This is the most hating on each other generation <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, bro. If somebody do something wrong, another teammate, hey, coach, remember you said uh, you supposed to be on help side? Such and such wasn't on help side. You yeah. need to get him out of there. Yeah, man. Like, it's crazy. No, real life. Zig. I'm not that's even joking. Wow. Like, it is crazy because it's like, I remember, and I know Ron can attest to this because he's been in these, he's been in these same practices. Like, you know what I mean? If you mess up during, while we're going through plays or practice at St. V, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yo, you know you fucked up, right? You know what I mean? Like, Dumbass supposed to be over there, right? Like, don't like, hey, Coach Drew, no, he ain't in help because like, coaches like, like, y'all, y'all are not even y'all like because I just realized y'all can only manage so much yeah, because like, they got to do because if if one person mess up, now we all got to run, right? You know what, <laughs> what are you I'm doing? Telling, this is the most hating generation I've ever seen. Like, they don't cover up for each other. They, cause they're not friends. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, I, they own little individual brands. Yeah, like, they're, they're nobody's <laughs> friends. Like, nobody wants to see each other lifted up. Yeah. Like, everybody is in, like, if one guy gets 20, I got to have 21. Like, and it's very, and like, and it, and it trickles upward. Like, you know, so, like, mm-hmm. it goes up to the NBA. And most of these guys are still young, like 25, 26. Right. So, they grew up in the social media era. We didn't grow up in the social media era. Right. We were grown when social media came along and we, we utilized it and learned how to work it. But they grew up with social media. So, it's different for them because they seen guys getting... Be a meme and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, you know. But the thing is, like, if you play the game long enough, like, eventually you're going to wind up on somebody, something, Something's if you happen. can... Or you're gonna be sitting on the sideline, <laughs> like, no, like it's it's gonna happen. But and it's gonna be somebody else's turn next week. Like, <laughs> it's just, but if you play hard enough, bro, you're gonna be on the on the good end more than you on the bad. Right. And so, like the the whole like I'm saying the the dunk contest, like everybody ain't gonna win. Somebody that's gonna just, lose. That's just crazy because. But it's a chance for you to like just, elevate your your brand that you care so much about. If you can do them. the problem <laughs> like, is, is that everybody trying to elevate their brand. Ain't nobody actually trying to. Ain't no actually by trying to win. They seem more scared of hurting their brand than actually elevating their brand, though. Because it's like you can elevate no, if you more, win, more but scared, I'm scared I'm gonna hurt it if more, I lose. They're more scared of elevate. They're more scared of their brand not. You know what I mean? Elevating than actually losing the game. We were scared to lose the game. Yeah, like you know what I mean. I think maybe you got to break up this this captain thing, though. Maybe you get some East West pride. I don't know. No, that- like, you just gotta you pay gotta find them. something where they care. About. You just yeah, gotta pay them. They that's all, the money. They, well, that's, everybody care about only, money. That's, that's, that's the only thing. That's the only. That's the. That's, that's the sad most though, man. Like, like if you say uh, okay, or or if you say something like along the lines of, 
if your team wins and you get MVP, you'll be on the cover of 2K. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. That probably would. Yeah, that probably they probably would agree to that. That probably be pretty cool. Or you know or if you, you you if your team wins, you get two 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 points on two K your two K rating. Something because they care about that two K rating and that two K rating is a real thing. It means a lot to them. Like you know like. So like something along the lines like where a, a million, gotta, I saw. I, I feel like a million is a good number, but these guys make so much. money. That's what I like said. Million, this day will be thirty five, yeah. making fifty eight. Yeah, but I'm saying, but if you say a percentage, yeah, like yeah, yeah I make fifty, <laughs> right? Give me five of that. Yeah, you get a five percent. Man, that's two. What, whatever you make it, that might be two point five. Yeah, for like for some what, of these guys. Instead of fixing what we got, though, we gonna add in the midseason tournament. No, the midseason tournament is stupid. All this other stuff. I like, mean, it, it works in other countries because uh, it gives. There's multiple leagues, right? So there's a first division, second division, third division. Yeah, like I can see if we had. Uh, if the G League was like high, like high level, or if college, like you, yeah. or if you had a great uh, the top ten college teams. You get to play against NBA teams. Maybe that'll draw, like that'll drum up some attention. Like, oh, because like we would, like I ain't gonna lie, my, I was in Israel. We played against the second division team in the semifinals mm. of a cup championship, and we we won in overtime. So it was like, yeah, you know, they was a good they team. Push. Yeah, like they, you know what I'm saying? They all in second. They want to get the first division, so they 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 really trying us. So like you know, if the G League was that good, or if they can get some college teams that would be that good, or even play against an international team, yeah. you know, like but the, but we've seen international teams in scrimmages and they lose by sixty, mm-hmm. and so like I don't know what the fix is, but they need to fix something. They gotta fix something. It's just so bad. All right, moving forward, we're gonna go with our NBA predictions. Who? Or is going to be the bottom four in the West? Do you think the Lakers? The bottom four. The bottom because you know the play in the play in. Oh, the play in. The playing. Um, do you think the Lakers make I, the play-in? Actually, let's uh, let's yes, just talk I, about I it. I do think they make the play-in. Let's, just get, let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I definitely think they make the play-in. Who else? Um, do you think? Do you think without Steph, the Golden State fall out? Yes. When is he supposed to come back? He's, He's supposed up. to get reevaluated next week. Next week. I thought they said he was actually looking like he was going to be okay. So. No, I'll say when they played the Lakers, they say he's going to get reevaluated. Yeah, I mean they expect this to be a positive evaluation oh, instead oh. of a. So a, right now it's Minnesota, New Orleans, Golden State, Utah, and everybody's separated. Uh, and Oklahoma City, Portland, and Los Angeles Lakers are all separated by less than two games. I think I think with this new Lakers roster, I think they can they can jump uh, probably. I think they can jump to ten. They said their goal is six. I don't know if I can see that happen. It's only a half game between seventh and tenth. So it's like it's crazy right now. It's not that much. Like it's 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 two games. I I will say I I don't trust Minnesota. I think they're gonna fold. I don't. They getting cat back, but I don't know if that's good. No. Yeah. And Rudy, I think they fold. I do think they fold. They still never even, like, I was thinking, you know, maybe they work out the season and just, they didn't even play together. Like, yeah, they were right the, back at the beginning. End of the day, I think. And nobody likes Rudy. End of the day, I think, <laughs> except, except one person. <laughs> except, I, I do think except, that end of the day, Conley I, can manage that better than D'Lo, even though D'Lo's a better can. player right now. And, end of the day, I think the Lakers get to about seven, <laughs> seven or eight. I think they get to seven or eight. I would like to see them. I, I, I want to say seven, though. I think they get to seven. Do you think they match up better with with Memphis or Denver? Memphis. Do you think Phoenix creeps up to two? 
I think Phoenix creeps up to three. Phoenix is three and a half out of second. Memphis is in second, but they lost. They've lost six of their last ten. And I like I like as much as I like Sacramento. You don't I think, believe? I think, I think Phoenix can kind of. I think they can catch them and creep up on them. Yeah, it's a two game difference. I actually watched Sacramento play last night in that Clippers game, and Sacramento is my first time actually watching them play. They can play. They that's not a it's not a, it's not a, a facade. Fluke. Like it's not a fluke. I mean, like, they, they got a good coach. They are good. Like you know I what feel mean? like they are good. And Sabonis is legit. Once like, you have him, like he's legit. It's like, 175 not, points that game. I feel like they gonna have a hangover for the next game or two. I mean, they, they, they might have time. a hangover for a game, but like you know, they can play. Like Darian Fox is is the real deal. Like you know, what I mean, I, I like that. I like that squad. I think it might take Phoenix a little bit longer than people think to kind of get acclimated to KD. Coming into the team and whatnot, and you know, so I don't know. We'll see, but I think to get back to your main question, I think LA gets to seven. You think they get to seven? I think they get to seven. Uh, uh they stay. I think they can get to six. Um, with the you know, they good for a two. Brian good for a two week stretch of just going crazy. Uh, we also got to so assume they get that, to six. You, you got to assume that Dallas is going to be losing. No, no, not only Dallas. It might not be Dallas. It might not be Dallas. I was going to ask him for the pick. So, you got Dallas, you got the Clippers, Phoenix, Kings, Memphis. Denver ain't falling that far. Clippers. Clippers out. Russ. I didn't say. I didn't say. He's starting now. Hey, you know what I mean? Russ might, Marshall, he might put that mojo on the clips. Like, you never know. They put up 175 with Russ. He gave up 176. And they lost. And he fouled out. Bro had 17 points in 52 minutes. 17 points, 14 assists, 7 turnovers, 6 fouls. I mean, Damn, he did okay. Six, he did okay. He played solid. Like, you know, that's... I wonder what was his plus minus. What was his plus minus? He's plus three. So he's plus three. He, yeah. I'm not blaming Russ for their loss, but I don't think that he's a good pickup. And I, I don't really care for their roster makeup. It's a weird roster because, like, especially adding Russ in, you don't... Like, everybody talk about other teams that don't have shooters or blazers or anything like that. But um, I'm not really... I mean, they shot well last night, but... I'm not scared of Russ shooting. I would prefer that Paul George shoot rather than take it to the basket. Kawhi, like, I give him the three over the mid-range. Marcus Morris, I ain't worried about. Like, they really don't, you know, they don't really got a bunch of people. I mean, they got Eric Gordon now, so. They got Eric Gordon and Norman Powell. Yeah. So, and they got Bones Highland. They got a bunch of the same person. It's the same thing. Like, the starters, the. Yeah, the whole team. It's just weird. It's just team. one person. Just just keep coming off the bench. You just keep bringing the same. Like, you don't bring anybody in. Like, Nicholas Batum is the only person that might uh, try to play defense on, on that roster besides Kawhi and Paul. And Paul yeah, I mean, probably going to try, but he, well, he's not a good defender. Of, and yeah. then you got. Uh, can't get in the game. Yeah, he's cooked. I mean, because he plays the same thing. He does everything yeah. worse than everybody else besides <laughs> defend. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's um so I can see the Clippers falling out. Plus, even if Russ is like not as washed as it seems, like it's got to be an adjustment to bring in a brand new point guard who can't shoot and put him on the ball, which means you're taking the ball out of Paul George's hands. Like so, I can see them falling off. Yeah, I can see them. Uh, so let's move to the East. I, I think can. Dallas works though. I think they're gonna. I think, I think that's gonna work somehow. I mean, because. You can't guard either one of them. So, yeah. like, you know, and, it's, it's, and it takes some of the usage from, from Luka, who is, you know. really going to be if they can have Wood on well, the can they guard the anybody? Time. Oh, I mean, they. They yeah. got 
Powell and Maxi Kleber, they can they can defend the is back Maxie line. Back He's finally back. But I like him as a But player. Wood gonna want his minutes. And I don't know if you play Wood, Luca, and Kyrie and not. You can't Kyrie. have you can't have three uh non defenders. Yeah, it, that might make it a layup line yeah. a little bit. So let's move to the east. Uh I think Brooklyn drops uh yeah, out of the top six. Drop. They got smoked against Ooh, the, Bulls. the Bulls. They got smoked. And I think the Bulls actually make a jump uh, into. I think they can get in the play. I think the y'all Bulls like can that get Pat Bev pickup. I know people have mixed feelings about him in L.A., but he back home in Chicago. I liked Pat. Be- I like. I like how Pat Bev plays basketball. Mm-hmm. I do too. I just wish he was a better shooter. Uh, right. Like now, like you know, just being able to make shots. But I like how he plays basketball. He's one of those people that you love him when he's on your team. You hate it when he's on another team. Here's right? my thing. The Lakers just had too many guards. And, yeah. Too and, many and, mediocre and, guards. Yeah, and Dennis was playing too well to let him go. And that's personally my, like, you know what I mean? Pat yeah. Bev is a good defender, but Dennis is actually a really pesky defender. He's not known for his defense, but he can get under your skin as well, and he's way better offensively, so they couldn't let him go. Even though I, lo- I like Pat Bev on the Lakers, they had to let him go. They got um, DeRozan playing the four now. Um, which Weird. that takes away from his, you know, they people complain about that, you know, if he's on the court, you don't have shooting. Well, if he's a four, you don't really need it, but I don't know who he's going to guard on the other end. But, um, you know, they start in Bev and Caruso in the backcourt, and then they got Levine and Rosen as the three and the four. That's a, I mean, it's an interesting lineup. I, like, I mean, I actually like Vucevic. I think he's a really good, but they, it's just a, that's just a weird, that's, that's weird. Route to take for Billy Donovan, like I, I mean, I like the team. Um, if if Lonzo wouldn't have got hurt, they would have been a really good team. They would have um, been really good. Yeah. But I still like the team with the way it's constructed. Uh, the way they play basketball is really good for for that roster. Yeah. Uh, and I and I think they have a chance to you know make the play in. And what is what, uh, is, is Pat Williams out? Pat Williams on the bench now. He, he got he got relegated. He got demoted. He got yeah. put down so that Pat Bev could start at the point. Mm. Yeah, and I mean. And I like because it, and it takes pressure off Zach Levine, I think. Yeah. And it helps them, you know, with some veteran leadership, something that they were missing. They had a lot of young guards who hadn't played in the NBA for a long time. So, I think that they will do better now um, because they were missing a, uh, you know, Coach Drew always say they were missing a lead guard, not a point guard. What's the a lead what's the guard. kid, the second year kid's name from Illinois? Uh, it's an African. I can't African pronounce his name. He so, played. He played. He plays pretty decent for them. Uh, is Kobe White playing for them? Kobe. He playing again. He was out of the rotation so they could play IO. Um, from I think he was from Illinois. Yeah, you talking about. Yeah. Um, so those two, they they were splitting time starting because Lonzo was out and everything, and it just wasn't so what now they needed. Both come the off real the bench. point. Yeah, they both come off the bench. Um, and Kobe's minutes go up and down. They seem to really like Drummond and what he brings with his rebounding. Um, when you take out Vooch and you bring in Drummond, you ain't really losing nothing on the boards at all. Them two combined at the center spot, whatever you want to call the center spot these days, is is pretty good minutes. I yeah, it's just it's it's food for the pick and roll though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, talking about. You, you got talking if about you bring buffet. one of them up and put a pick and roll, now you got Demar Derozan covering the rim. Like you're not really. I don't. They gonna put up points. They have interesting team. They gonna put up points and get. They gonna put up points and give up points. Take the over. They held the. Um, they held the net <laughs> to eighty seven though because that backcourt. Take the over. Pat Bev gonna harass you and so is Caruso. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a good so defensive team. It's just like that back yeah. line. They don't, if you can get to the rim, yeah, you then you're good. Yeah. But 
You might have definitely got a good defensive uh, backcourt with Caruso and uh, Pat Bev in there. And I never know how they I got Pat. They got Caruso starting at the two now. Yeah, right? starting oh, yeah. at the two. I can't believe they let him go. I'm still. And I was just about to say that. I'm hearing all this Reeves better talk. No, he is not. I don't what Caruso He is not better than Caruso at all. Reeves can shoot better than Caruso. He can't shoot better than but that's he's, a, he's better offensively. He's not the athlete that Caruso is. He's definitely not the defender that Caruso. Man, no, Caruso I would never say that. I what a time! What a time! We miss you, AC, over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I. They picked the. They picked. I wish they would have not picked THT. That's yeah. the one, like, you know, but we can't go back in time. That's splitting hairs. Yeah. Um. So Jokic, the Joker, is on pace to get his third MVP by almost averaging a triple double. Is he stat padding like they said Russell Westbrook used to, or is he just doing what it takes for his team to win? So it's funny, me and Zig actually were having this conversation on Twitter a couple days ago where Zig actually pointed out that when Russ was doing it, they were like the sixth or seventh seed, and Jokic is doing it, and they're the first seed in the West. So, you know what I mean? What Russ was doing, as incredible as it was, I'm not trying to take anything away from that, it wasn't necessarily... I mean, they were winning, but they weren't winning at, at as high of a level as the Nuggets are with Joker doing it. Now, the third MVP thing is, and me and Zig can read on this as well, I think he actually deserves the MVP this year. The problem is he shouldn't have got it the last two years. You know what I mean? I think the voters got it wrong the last two years. This is the year that he actually deserved it, but it looks bad because it's going to be his third straight. But this is the only year I think he actually deserves to win the MVP, in my opinion. Last year, they were a sixth seed or whatever. and Or fifth or sixth? It was sixth last year. They were a sixth seed, and he won a back-to-back MVP by doing the same thing he won the year previous to that one. And they weren't a, they weren't a good team. They weren't a great team last year. So I don't know how you justify giving him the MVP last year. But this year, you can justify that. They're first in the West. He's averaging a triple-double. Boom, boom, boom. I get it all. I get it all. <laughs> you, done? you finish or you done? I'm just saying, man. I'm you done. finish or you done? I'm just saying. I'm done. Go ahead. He's on a better team. He's on a better team than Russell Westbrook had. Yeah. So, of course, his team is going to be ranked higher than Russell Westbrook. His team stunk. If you look at that roster that he had, he was doing that with some not a great team. I want to call guys NBA players bums. But they were not a great team. You talking about Russ? Yes. Oh yeah. The, the OKC Thunder when he was there, doing oh, average yeah, yeah. triple double. Yeah. The, he was he oh, was, was elevating bad. guys. His he got and, a little help with the rebounds. So Steven Adams wasn't even trying. Steven, I mean, Steven Adams everybody. was boxing everybody up. He got three. He got here looking like Zeus. So he got a little help on that. He got a lot of help. You know, because it was a plan. He, he's like, yo, this is my plan. This is how I'm trying to attack. Yeah. But my point is, his roster wasn't as good as Joker's roster. Yeah. So, inevitably, his team's going to be worse. Um, but I don't think Joker should win. He shouldn't have won the first one. He shouldn't have won the second one. And he damn sure shouldn't win this one. Uh, so who do, you, who do you think should win? Do you think he should not win this one because he won the last two? Or yes. Just, okay. Okay. That's that's fair. Yes. That's fair. I don't care about stats. That's yeah. fair because we've seen in the past guys who should have won three straight yeah. didn't win that third one because they won the first two. Uh, is voter fatigue? Yes. Not a real thing for white people. Well, they, they're not getting it, it, it in this it, case. They ain't better, no voter it, fatigue it, it right now. Be, they better get voter fatigue. There's no voter. voter if you don't get it, who you think should get it? I think Embiid should probably get it personally. They got to play a little bit better. The question is, 
who's the most valuable player to his team. Right now? Without them, whose team would take the biggest dip? Oh, Philly. Okay. Like, that should be the MVP. Philly. Like, that, yeah. in my I mean, mind. Well, I think Philly. To me, if they get that six, we got to have a LeBron conversation again. Or if they get the six, that's different. If they get the six. He's, he's been too injured. Yeah, but. He missed a lot of games. How many uh, games did Brown miss? I don't know. He missed a lot. Uh, Embiid has been pretty healthy. His team's doing fairly well. The third. Um, he dominated Jokic in a game against man, each other. He spanked him. The thing about, you know, we give the Jokic is him first thing a lot of credit. The Nuggets record would have them third in the East just like Embiid is right now. <laughs> like, there's, there's like a two-game difference in there, but oh, yeah, the, the Celtics are, and the Bucks both the Bucks have a better record. The Bucks are on like a 14-game winning streak. Yeah, the Celtics like and the Bucks both have a better record than That's not Denver. even talk about a lot, by the way. The Bucks, <laughs> the Bucks, <are> the Bucks <laughs> been dominating and Chris been out, <laughs> but... I know that we don't have a Giannis fan <laughs> here, but I don't think you can deny what he what he's doing right now. Tatum, well, I don't. Th- Tatum well, and well, I don't know. I'll, I'll, the best player in the league. I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll say it's what he's doing. I think their team is really good, though. Yeah, I think the bro, really you, you, that team is good. Yeah, they well coached they and they deep, and they've been there for years. Yeah. Like that team's been constructed for at least four years. And they just added Crowder, even though I hate Crowder. He's, yeah, I'm he's thinking he might help. pull him back. <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully he dates somebody's girlfriend. He take Bobby Portis's minutes. I don't think that's a good thing. That, um, that won't so, be good. How, uh, oh, oh. Oh, he taking Bobby Porter's been in his bag. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you know, you usually only got a three man big rotation. They got well, Lopez, they got Portis, they, they got Giannis. I don't think they play Portis at just uh, as just a big. They man. They play power four and center, but unless you gonna play, play Crowder at the three, I don't think they play him at center. I think they play more at small forward and power forward than anything. Well, they play him at center whenever they play because they play because they play him and Giannis together. And Giannis is usually like the power forward, not necessarily a center. Yeah. But I really think you only get those three. Like unless you're gonna play, I don't know if you're gonna play at some three. You gotta you gotta play him at some three. And then spot minutes. Yeah, but they got Joe Ingles. Yeah, you got Middleton who's gonna be in there at the three. (laughs) And the team is deep. They're they're a deep team. It's wild that Crowder wasn't okay with coming off the bench. Is why he went out of Phoenix. And now look at him. He didn't want to be behind. (laughs) It was Cam Johnson. It was all about him. It was it was an ego thing. They tried to make it seem like it was a bench thing. thing. And where's he at right now? On the bench is where he where he belongs. Yeah, he's a good player. Like you know, I'm not saying he's not a good player. He's not serviceable, but he he's a bench player. I saw Miami starting love, and we'll see how that goes. Um, they didn't end up well for them last night. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they they started. They, I mean, but they was that. They gave up forty two in the I know, first. I know you want to put it on love, but they look at him. He couldn't jump. wait. He <laughs> couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to bring up Kevin Love. That was the reason talk. why. Like, this is just another play. That was the destination where Crowder probably should have wound up. Like, and he's already been in Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. you play that culture for like it fits better than what they're asking Love to do. I'm not even really putting it on because they know what they was getting in Love. They put him in that position. You starting at the four against Milwaukee. <laughs> like, who you looking at? You looking at Giannis coming downhill. Well, that's the thing. Well, Giannis <laughs> like, left the game, though. Yeah. He didn't stay. He and, they, and they paced low down in yeah, the scoring. So, but so, they had 42 in the first when Giannis was in there. <laughs> yeah, he can't guard nobody. But like, You put him on Lopez, I guess, but even still. I don't know what to do with him. He ain't score all games. So. Yeah, ain't much for him to do. Uh, so, let's, let's switch gears and let's turn to the NFL. Uh, man. What is Lamar Jackson going to do? I think they're going to franchise him. 
personally, and that's and that's fucked up because I think he should get paid. He should be. He should. Be he's paid. going to get paid if he get franchised. Yeah, but he's but not going to get, get paid. Like, but the security. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He should get that security. Like you know what I mean? Who the fuck do the Ravens think they are <laughs> to where they've had this lineage of just great quarterbacks? Because they, they have. I mean, had, they had Trent Dilfer. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> So, Lamar Jackson, what do you think they're going to do with him? He's going to get franchised, first off, but he shouldn't get it. He should get his money. He should get the contract that he deserves because he does deserve it. I don't see anybody hesitating to pay Justin Herbert, which they're going to pay him. I don't see anybody hesitating to pay Joe Burrow, which they should pay him because he deserves it. But Lamar is an MVP quarterback. You know what I mean? He's won some playoff games. He hasn't won a lot, but he's made, got them to the playoffs. Who the fuck do the Ravens think they are? <laughs> like, like what quarter? What what elite quarterbacks have they had in the past? You know, they couldn't even. They had a fan back in two thousand when Trent Dilfer was a quarterback say he's not coming off his roof until they scored an offensive touchdown, and his ass was up there for six weeks. That's insane. <laughs> like, what are we talking about, man? That like, is insane. Like, the Ravens got to get over themselves, man. Pay that man. I don't care how different you think and you don't like his style, man. That's a franchise quarterback, and he deserved to get his money or his contract anyway. Yeah, I don't think that the – I think we kind of – I know he got banged up this year, but I think we kind of do overstate the injury risk of running quarterback because most quarterbacks get hurt in the pocket. Um, San Francisco went through, what, like three, four quarterbacks? <laughs> like – they a lot of them. A lot of It happened all the time, but you get a bad rap if you if you would take off. Like I'd rather you miss a couple of weeks with a pulled hamstring than be laying out like Tua was. Like it's a whole different Man. kind of situation. But um yeah, I think he's gonna get stuck with the franchise because they're gonna say we don't know how he holds up long term. But since Lamar has been in the league, the Ravens have spent Less on their wide receivers than any team in the league. Like, even the Packers. Even the Packers. Wow. Like so, he's been. They've been asking him to do it on his own, and now they won't pay him. But they also not investing that money in getting him weapons either. I don't really know what the plan is. Like you can't get it done with just a great deep. Like I don't work no more. Nah, it's Pat Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, like you need to score. Yeah. So like. I think they stuck in that, well, we won with defense and a decent quarterback before, so we're going to do it again. And yeah, I don't know if they wouldn't take a – if Seattle called them and was like, we got Geno, we'll pay him, I think Baltimore might actually consider something like that, an average quarterback for less money than Lamar. They're idiots. I think they would consider it. I don't, I'm not saying I would consider it, but – They're idiots. That'd be dumb. Extremely dumb. And this goes to show people watch football on paper. Right. They don't watch the games. They're not sitting here. Because you, if you saw what I saw, there's no conversation. What you want, let's let's figure it out. Let's get it done. I mean, because quarterback like Lamar Jackson only comes around to your franchise every 20 years. Because the problem is, is that the Ravens typically aren't horrible. So they ain't getting the high, high draft picks. 
You know what I mean? Lamar, and and if we're being real about it, Lamar actually fell to the Ravens. Yeah. You know what I mean? He probably, more than likely, if, if people knew what they – if people knew then should've what they know now, he, sh- he should have he been gone by the time the should've Ravens Should have been a Brown. Well, they would have took Josh Allen probably. Well, yeah, that's probably what they would have did. But, but my point is the same as Rome still. He should have been gone by the time Baltimore was picking and he wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Baltimore is forgetting that. Like, we kind of got lucky. You know what I'm saying? But Pay that man. So, if they get a, all right, we'll take Lamar, and we'll give you the picks where you could get Stroud, I think that's also something that they would consider. I don't think that – I'm not saying they should, but they apparently do not value this man. And I think that we could see him somewhere else. I think it's possible. And I love C.J. Stroud uh, and his potential. But what we've seen, right? Like I've seen Lamar Jackson carry a bit, very bad team, a six-string running back, and no wide receivers. Like it's a wins. Like not to be in the game and lose by one possession. To wins. You ask. You ask NFL defensive players, do they like seeing Lamar Jackson taking the snaps across for them? Right. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, it's not ideal for them. And they don't give him the credit that. Like they hold it against him that the Ravens like always have the number one <laughs> rushing offense, and it's like it's because of him. It's because literally they because of him. They have to. They running backs ain't elite. Like well, you know, got Gus Edwards out here. Miracle <laughs> playing. Gus is a good player, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully Dobbins is healthy, and you know that works. But this only works right now because of this man. Like he's the whole system. They got it. They got to pay. They got to figure it out. Let's move on to another uh, troubled quarterback situation. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Um, I, if you listen to this podcast before, you know, if anybody knows anything about me, I'm an avid Green Bay Packers fan. This might be my last season if they don't do it right. I might go, I might go to have my uh, open enrollment somewhere. I might be a Browns fan next season. I don't know. but Some of your fan base is recruiting. Let me, let me know. I'm, I'm, I might be a free agent next year. Except for he ain't going to listen to Dallas. <laughs> Anybody but Dallas, the 49ers, <laughs> uh, the Broncos, that's for sure, Miami. Uh, really, only Cleveland really is my only option. I'm not going to anybody in, in, in the conference. So, Cleveland fans, send your Browns merch. Yeah, and the Bengals. Maybe the Bengals. I don't know. I don't know. But I am tired of Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired of indecision. I'm tired of um, – just being that type of person. He doesn't seem like a great teammate. Obviously, I've never been on a team with him, but he, he, he frustrates me. I think we started some of these pods last last uh, season with this. Like, I, I, I generally believe he's a, a dude's an asshole. Like, I don't, I don't think he doesn't seem very likable at all. He, like, he's somebody you want to punch in the face. Like, I want to punch you. Yeah, you know <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's somebody you want to punch in the face. And I think the Green Bay. Uh, Rebay front office, or what, do you guys have a front office? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we got a GM and a yeah. president. Oh, and yeah, so, we just don't have an owner. Yeah, so like I think the Green Bay front office has finally come to that conclusion that they're done with this guy. Like you know what I mean? Like let's get him the fuck out of Dodge. And yeah, somebody's gonna be getting an incredible talent, but they're gonna be getting an incredible headache because um, I think he's played his last down in Green Bay. Personally, it never ends well with Packers and quarterback, but you get like a good solid. 18 years. <laughs> like, you get a good run, run out of them. Y'all get y'all get to the bowl. Y'all get at least one bowl out of one of these quarterbacks. Get a good run. But my whole thing is, before you start, Zig, I don't like Kevin Love. I mean, not Kevin Love. Jordan Love either. 
No, Zig doesn't like Kevin Love. <laughs> Zig don't like Kevin Love. I don't like Jordan Love. Um, I've seen him play preseason games, and I've seen him play in blowout games. He didn't look good in any of them. They seem like they liked him at the end of the fill-in game he had in the middle of the season. They seem like they liked him. He stinks. I think their out is, all right, let's get rid of, let's get rid of Rodgers. Let's let um, let's let uh, love. George, let's let love play. We're gonna be trash, and then let's see if we can get it to uh, what's the quarterback's name for USC? Khalid Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Let's see if we can get it to Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. I think that's what they probably would think because I think it's a more quarterbacks actually in that class. Yeah, the Packers refuse to be trash though. They don't. They don't. We can't do be, that. Yeah. <laughs> you know we, our worst season. Actually. We had a six win season uh, a couple of times, but it was mostly um, one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt, yeah. and the other one was when Aaron Rodgers first took over for Brett Favre. They refused to just straight so, up take so, it, which I don't get. Right, right. Why, like, why win eight games when you can win four? Like, just get, just <laughs> win four and, and, get, and be top ten. Yeah, they ain't got a lot to cheer for up there. You got, <laughs> man, you got to give it. Give them something to cheer for. <laughs> but um, yeah, the thing with Rodgers that's the craziest to me that, and maybe it's just me. It was MVP season before last. Yeah. It seemed like it was so long ago. I don't. But I think everybody forgets it because of the way he acts and the way he, he does so much him. negative like, since then. It's so much like, and I don't even know if the MVP thing was a positive because it wasn't positive for the Packers. It didn't do them any good. Like, it, but we treat him like Russell Wilson a little bit and it ain't really happened yet. He don't, <laughs> he's not a bad player, but just when you watch him play, it makes you upset. Yeah. Right, right? Because if, say for instance, he throws the ball to a, a guy and the doc, and the guy doesn't catch it. He's, ah, uh, ah, uh, rolling his eyes, throwing his head back, cursing the guy out. But, we like, this season alone, I've seen him he miss. a lot. This he season. missed probably 50 <laughs> to 60 throws this year. And nobody's over there stomping, rolling their eyes, cursing, yelling you. Like, come on, man. Like, I always tell players, if you are, aren't perfect, don't talk to people like you are. He never acknowledges his bad plays or or his bad play. He's a bad teammate. You know I mean? He 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 never acknowledges. I don't I don't be locked in on the Packers as much as you do, Rome. So I'm sure you every I'm, week. I'm sure you can understand this. Like he he really doesn't acknowledge like when they played Tampa in the uh, NFC Championship a couple years ago, where they played San Francisco. Like no, the reason that they lost was because of you. Like it wasn't nobody else. Nobody. It was nobody else's fault. Eighty like percent your fault. Like that. You know what I mean. The bulk of the blame was because you didn't play up to the level of your MVP I mean, standards. You we didn't. had we had the ball against the Detroit Lions with a chance to go to the playoffs. We didn't score. We had the ball uh, the year before when we lost uh, in the playoffs. San Francisco to San Francisco. That time. No, we lost to San Francisco because we couldn't move the ball. Right, we lost on the one score game because we got our punt blocked in our own end zone because we couldn't move the ball in Green Bay. And so, like, you know, it, what was the year where he didn't run it in? He decided to throw it. Was that Tampa? That was, that was uh, Tampa Bay two yeah. years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Like he had like for him to be a mobile quarterback, for you to have the angle to get into the end zone, and he decided not. Yeah, he to He been interested in running since he got hurt two years ago. Trade his ass. I don't even cuss on him to trade him. It does seem like the, the in football, the personality of the quarterback does have a real effect on your team. Like You don't see a lot. Like Mahomes, the way he played, he seemed like everybody's good with him. Um, but 
You remember the one season everybody loved Baker, and then the next he was kind of an asshole, and they were terrible. Like, I'm not even going to take it to you guys. See, you waiting for it. I'm not going there. <laughs> but it just seems like that that does matter. And that's also something that Lamar don't get credit for is his teammates love him. They go to war for that dude. Yeah, they do. And, like, you don't have a situation like in Minnesota with Kirk Cousins and Diggs. Like, I, get me out of here. Like, that stuff matters. And so well, I actually think the – the Minnesota guys, I do actually think they like. They do not these Minnesota yeah, guys, they, but not those. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, when yeah. Diggs was gone, and it was like, man, he forced him feeling down. Our, like it was a different thing. It, it seemed like it. Pretty much every team where you can see like a unexpectedly bad year, everybody thinks the quarterback's an asshole. <laughs> like yeah. so, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers can overcome that. I don't know if his talent level overcomes what he does to the rest of the team. It doesn't. His talent level does not overcome. It did before, right? But, but he was uh, elite, elite, yeah, elite. But now it's like his talent and his and his talent and his a holisms are closer. Yeah. So it's like ah, we don't want to deal with this. And so I think that they should trade him, um, get as many assets as possible, and uh, move. If he's forward. traded, where does he go? I don't care. I'm just I'm asking. What, what kind of assets do you think they get? I'm, I know two, you don't, two I, second round. I Same thing you, they got for Devontae Adams. I know, I know you don't care. <laughs> I'm asking you, where do you think? Who do you think trades for it? Send him to Carolina. Send him to the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets might make that move because they think they have first stump, a first player. Stump on his head and watch him drive. <laughs> this goes across leagues, but you know, that's the yeah. same thing you when an NBA player demands a trade. Like, send, send, him to, send him to the abyss. <laughs> send him to Charlotte. Send him to fucking Magic. Yeah. Come to Detroit. Send him, to, send him <laughs> hey. his ass to Disneyland. Hey, every time. Get, get, get him a residential ass. <laughs> <laughs> At the, man, who, who I don't know who got a bad quarterback. Uh, Vegas doesn't have a quarterback right now. Do you think I, Vegas makes? No, Devontae Adams keeps saying it, but I think they already traded away everything they could trade. I would never, Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah, I would never trade uh, him to Las Vegas if I'm them. No, that's off the list. Uh, you think they trade? You think they keep him in the NFC? No. Saints need a quarterback, but they ain't gonna do that. They're they not saying it to the Saints. So yeah. let's go. Just go straight to the AFC. The thing uh, is, so in the so AFC. He ain't going to rank as high as a quarterback in the AFC. I got it. He is loaded. I got it. Texas. Texas. Yes. 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 Please. Hey, please. I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. I don't know if I want to put that on. Yes. I knew he was going to say that. Send him to the Texans and watch him drown. Belt buckling. No but no vax, no nothing. He could go down and have guns. It's going to be the Texans or the Colts. You know, Ooh, be, I don't want him to go to the Colts because I don't want to, my brother's team to do it. It would be the most awkward swap if you put him in Baltimore, Lamar, and Green Bay. Ooh, that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be the most awkward. Like, I'll, Hey, I'm here for, for that. Like, you had to give Lamar a reality show in Green Bay. So I just wonder how he'd be living out there. <laughs> like, Last but not least, let's talk about, do you want to? We don't yeah, have man. to. No, that's all right. We man. don't have hey, to. Man. Hey, man, we, I'm a, I, man, I can I can stand on. I can stand ten toes. We don't have to talk man. about the Broncos if you want to. Hey, listen, other, we gonna listen. get you now. We gonna get you in August. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get you in August. Hey, listen, man. Listen, man. We had a we had a rough year. We had a rough rough year. But we got look. We brought in Sean Payton. That's that's the start. That's one step forward. You know what I mean? Because fucking Russell Wilson, all that fake good guy shit that he was doing. Now, now the whole team know. Hey, don't come in here with none of that bullshit no more. Like you know, what I mean, you come out here. You come out here. 
and play and get the job done. Don't be telling them, don't be saying all that. No, man, we ain't trying to hear all that. We ain't trying to hear <laughs> all that bullshit. What, what, what was this? What was this uh, say? Like, let's, let's ride. ride. <laughs> let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Hey man, fuck all that. Let's win. <laughs> like, let's let's get a win. You ain't gotta have fun. What, 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 what do you think, honestly? Um, besides the quarterback play, what what was the issue? I think they kind of. I think they just kind of. I think the Broncos were kind of too all in on Russ. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you give him the contract, but I, I, for what I understand, he had, like, you know, I think they, they kind of rumored this in the media a little bit. Like, he had, like, separate coaches and shit like that, which Sean Payton already shut all that shit down. That's you weird. You know what I mean? That is weird. I think they, you know, I think he was, but I think, I'm glad this actually happened because I, I hope he got humbled. Like, you know what I mean? He got humbled, like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? I played horribly. Like, you can't get nothing positive out of his play last season. It got to be strictly like, I play like ass. And I, you know what I mean? And I got to make that up. And if he's the teammate that he that he says he is, he'll make that, I think he'll make that, um, you know what I mean, a priority to make up to his, to his teammates. Because a lot of those games were winnable. He was just fucking trash. Like, he was literally trash. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what was the count? He had more bathrooms than touchdowns? He did at his house. <laughs> he had more bathrooms yeah. at his house than touchdowns. Yeah, you know, it's, man, it was just, like I said, man, I'm a Broncos fan, man. A lot of them games we could have won if he would have played half as good as he was known as playing. The thing is, does he put that on himself or does he blame Hackett and be like he couldn't do it? I think it was his fault. I don't think he would probably definitely blame Hackett before he blames himself. So they say he tried to get Pete Carroll fired on his way out the door in Seattle. Which yeah. is, so you got to have He's already kind of, said that wasn't true, but it probably was true. Yeah, you know who knows? But but um, uh, if he's re- if he's a reasonable man, God-fearing man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like you said, like he says he is, he'll... He'll take the bulk of that blame because, honestly, he should take the bulk of that blame. Like, Nathaniel Hackett was a bad hire from the jump, so I can't give all that to, I can't give all that and put it all on him. He just shouldn't have been a head coach. You know what I mean? He came from Green Bay where he got hired because he was the OC of Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers didn't even need that. He didn't even need uh, Hackett to do what he was doing. So, I don't know why the Broncos thought, like, bringing him in would just be some kind of, oh, yeah, he can bring this out of uh, Russell Wilson because I don't think he's the one who brought it out of Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know what I mean? It was already there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and so and I, and I will say this. A lot of that, a lot of those a lot of those late game decisions in the early season for the Broncos were because Hackett didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, dude, he, 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 didn't, he didn't know what he was doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was a bad head coach. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I say it got to be about 50-50. I get the beginning of the season to hack it because he just didn't know what he was doing, and the remainder was on Russ because he didn't, at any point in time, he didn't get better. He didn't start playing better. If anything, he probably got worse as the season got on. Outside of the sh- little shootout that they had with Kansas City, that was probably the best game that they played, and he still lost. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I knew they was going to stink. Uh, I said it, but I'm sorry. That that your team wasn't good this year. Mine wasn't either. Uh, Zig's team was right. Zig's team probably was the best. His former team, (laughs) but um, 
it's hard with a new coach and an old quarterback. You know, um, so those two things don't mesh well. That's like old white women and young black boys. It's just <laughs> you just don't want them in the same room because <laughs> it just don't it just don't mesh well. Uh, it just don't that mix don't go well together. So I don't know that play that was the the coach down at was it Florida the wife kissing all the LSU or whatever. No, no, <laughs> so was the LSU coach she was in there. <laughs> kissing them all in the, in the White House. She was at the White House kissing. in a little dance room. No, them grown men. I'm talking <laughs> them adults. <laughs> I done seen other people get kissed in the mouth after they won a championship by an older white woman. Ooh, just right here on the crease. <laughs> How did we get here? Anyway, um, yeah, that's a bad. that was a bad mix from the beginning. Um, it was hard. It was a tough conference. Uh, it was supposed to be a tough conference. And it actually ended up being tougher than people thought because they, they just kept beating each other up. What, the uh, division? Yeah, the, the division. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me, the AFC West. Um, I think you guys will be better this year. I'll bump you up to maybe eight wins, maybe nine. Um, but... Sh- I don't know, man, because it's still going to be interesting to see. Yeah, they don't have a lot of cap room. Javante Williams out the first five weeks of the season already because um, he's not recovering from his injury very well. But thing about coming in last, and this is how the NFL trick everybody about this parody thing, is you get to play all the other teams that came in last. And so... Like, yeah, we're going we to have a soft schedule. Yeah, you know so, you, know, you, you got Houston, you got Cleveland, you got the, the Jets somehow. Which is, that might not be easy. Which is good for us, you know what I mean, so we can get some of that rust off. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> need some easy wins, man. It's yeah. going to be okay, man. I, I haven't went through y'all's schedule yet. Hey, man, listen, I already know. It's, 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 it's always going to be an uphill battle because we're in the same division as Kansas City. I'm never going into it like thinking we're just going to be world beaters, but we should be better than Las Vegas. And we should be just as good, if not better, than the than the Chargers. Yeah, you got, Denver won five games last year. Sean Payton's never won less than seven. And in some years, he did have a team that was not very good. He still willed them to at least seven. And he's going to garner the respect. That's also a big thing when it comes to head coaches. Like, nobody res- – I wouldn't res- – if I was a Denver player and Hackett came in, I don't know why I would have respect for his yeah, guy. I don't remember ever seeing any arguments on the Saints sidelines. Like, never. Where they be cussing out. You remember last year? Also, also the – Broncos have brought back Vance Joseph, the former head coach, who's a really good defensive coach. Yeah, I'm actually up on you right now. I don't know. They don't have no cap room. Like I said, summer, I'm, I'm, so we'll see how it not, goes. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, Cortland Sutherland needs to kind of like take that, take charge. I think Jerry Judy needs to be more consistent. You know what I mean? Outside of that, the defense, the defense always speaks for itself. Like, you know what I mean? They never, they've been, they've been pretty strong for for quite some time. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we definitely gonna see, man. Season three, episode one. We back, baby. We took a little slump. I was busy. I blame take. I take all the blame. That's on me. I gotta be better. But now moving forward, we're gonna be pumping out episodes at least once every other week. We back. Welcome back to the Mid-Range Ain't Dead Podcast. And catch Zig in a city near you. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>